Hey guys, welcome back to Behind the Ranks. We're so excited to be in studio today and on the phone with a special guest. Victoria and I are sitting here enjoying the sunny Las Vegas weather while it seems like most of the country is freezing right now. Hey Victoria. Hey Michelle. Uh, our <laughs> special guest today um, is a friend of mine, a very special friend of mine, another military spouse that I met in Alaska a few years back. Um, her name is Steph and she has... So much wisdom and experience that she's going to be able to share with us today. I could literally like sing her praises all day long. She's been a huge inspiration to me and so many other spouses. And we're just super excited to meet her today. So welcome, Steph. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Victoria, for having me. Of course. I'm so excited. I know we've never talked before, but um, I don't know. I'm <laughs> Whatever Michelle has shared with me, I'm, I'm really excited. I, don't, I can't wait to dive in. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, but uh, as we get started, Steph, do you want to go ahead and share with us a little bit about uh, your history with the Air Force and the path between you and your spouse and just tell us a little bit more about yourself? Of course. Um, my name is Stephanie Sheehan and I am a military spouse still. <laughs> um, I met my husband in high school and uh, we got married actually four days before he left for the Air Force. So that's kind of exciting. Wow. And uh, from that adventure, um, actually almost 29 years ago, this oh month will be his 29th yeah, year in the Air Force, um, we have had quite the ride. Um, we've had multiple assignments, multiple deployments, multiple firsts. Um, I had our first son without him there. Um, he left after our second was six weeks old for four months, left when our son left from college. So, you know, I feel like we've kind of experienced it all and, uh, have just really enjoyed this military family that we have, um, been a part of for the last 29 years. And, uh, it's brought us to multiple bases and made friends all along the way. And it's just, um, I just love to pour back into that, any opportunity that I get. I love that you said military family because that is exactly how I describe it. I mean, yeah, we have military friends, but I think most importantly, we have an awesome military family and community. And like you said, being able to pour back into it is such a blessing because we get so much back, you know, from doing that as well. Is it possible for you to list all of those duty locations? Do you remember them all? Of course. <laughs> I sure do. I sure do. So uh, our first journey was to Colorado Springs, Colorado, which was Lowry Air Force Base. For those of you that are in now, probably may not even have heard of that one, but uh, it was it was in um, Denver, actually, Aurora, Colorado, was my first one. I skipped that one, okay. and then it was Colorado Springs, which is Peterson. So you know, we we went an hour down the road, <laughs> and then um, from there we got to go to Germany. Um, we got to go to Spangdalem, Germany, which is amazing. If That's anyone amazing. ever gets the opportunity, jump because it, you you will not regret it. Yeah. Um, from Spangdalem, we got blessed with Grand Forks, North Dakota. Oh my, <laughs> <laughs> it's quite the change. <laughs> so, we were we were really excited, and um, actually, I was scared, but it ended up being an amazing assignment. Um, spent four winters there, only three and a half years. But when you're in uh, North the Dakotas, you claim it by winters. Oh, so I was pretty proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> and so from Grand Forks, we went to San Antonio, Texas. And from San Antonio, Texas, we went to Guam. Oh, and uh, that was pretty amazing. Spent yeah. three years in the Pacific and loved every second of it. And then we had a horrible uh, assignment next to Hawaii. You know, oh, my goodness. Really, I know, right? <laughs> You've been tortured. <laughs> but, I know. It was going really good. 
Um, we spent a year only there. I was there literally a year and a week before my husband um, got us uh, to Ileson, Alaska, which is, of course, where I met Michelle. And um, that was an amazing opportunity. And people ask me, man, how do you feel about going from Hawaii to Alaska to Ileson? And I was like, you know what? It's all about perspective. And so Mm -hmm. we took advantage of all the amazing opportunities. So if anyone out there ever gets Ileson, do not be scared of it. It is an amazing opportunity and adventure. Yes, it is. Um, From there, we went to uh, Minot, North Dakota. (laughs) So I had... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I had two back-to-back good cold ones, and uh, we loved our time there. It ended up being one of my favorite bases. And um, from there, we went to Alabama, um, and that was Montgomery. And then now we're back in San Antonio for full circle, getting ready for transition to retirement. That's amazing. That's so crazy that it was like a complete full circle. Yeah. I didn't realize that was your first. I know that was where you guys are now, but that's really cool how that turned out that way. And Ielsen is an I amazing know. assignment. I tell people that all the time. Like, it's just, I don't know. There's just yeah. something about it. So out of all of those duty locations, mm-hmm. um, I know you kind of mentioned this was this one was great. This one was great. What was your favorite? You know, and this one's going to shock your audience probably and maybe even you guys. But I would have to put mine not. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have heard multiple people say that. They're like, oh, I loved it. You know, a lot of people are like, don't go to my not. Meh, meh, meh. But then everybody who's been there, like, I loved it. <laughs> so I'm like, oh. Well, yeah. You know. And, you know, I think I want to give special love to it because, you know, everyone knows that Hawaii is great, right? Everyone knows that Europe's great. Everyone knows, you know, some of these bases that I listed people would go to. But my not seems to have a stigma to it. And, um, you know, their motto is only the best come north. And, um, you know, it's kind of amazing because, um, you know, I think where that comes from for me is more like your attitude, right? Mm -hmm. So if you go to any base, I don't care what the name of the base is. If you have that, um, expectation, right, that it is going to be a certain way, I feel like that you can kind of almost self fulfill that. And so with my not, I just try to really dive in and help our younger spouses because that's a young, um, young, our young military people get sent there for their first duty assignment. And so if I can come alongside them and give them some perspective, maybe, um, you know, especially if they bring young spouses like I was, Mm -hmm. uh, I was all about that. And you really create a family because, um, you know, you're just kind of, you're, you're, you're kind of in the, in the North there and you're 30 minutes from town and you're, you know, far away from a big city, kind of like Ileson, Michelle, right? right? right. So you really become a family with the people that you're with. And so we just try to provide lots of opportunities for that to happen. Mm. That is like, yeah, that is like the best, like most solid advice. I remember getting that advice, you know, as a young spouse too, and trying to, you know, keep passing that on to more and more spouses along Mm -hmm. the way, because it's, it is all about your attitude and your perspective of things. I mean, I honestly thought coming to Nellis, you know, here in Vegas, like, oh my gosh, we're going to live on the strip. How are we going to raise kids on the strip? Like, mm-hmm. you know, all of these fears start rolling in and I did have that in my mind. And then we pulled in here and I was like, there's mountains and, and there's hiking. Like there, you know, there's so yeah. many other, there's it's so much more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's honestly one of like the most like family friendly places that, you know, we've been to. I mean, the strip is 35 minutes from, you know, from us or something, yeah. you know, it's, it's really not that close. I mean, can you see it from our house? Yeah. In the distance, cause it's lit up everywhere, but yeah. you do not have to you know, like live in that atmosphere, you know, if you choose not to. So it definitely is all about the attitude and expectations that you bring in. 
Yes. And we also, you know, I was always a big advocate. We started actually in Eilson. I don't know if you remember this, Michelle, but um, in Victoria, this, uh, this is really, you know, kind of the backbone, right? It's, it's that connection piece, right? Yeah. So when new families and new people come to a base, it's like, especially for a spouse, you know, um, the military member, they're greeted, they're taken, yeah. they have immediate friend groups, they have immediate things that they're doing, they're, they're kind of, you know, taken, um, taken alongside. And sometimes for the spouses, sometimes we get that, but most oftentimes we don't. Yeah. And so uh, it like started in IELTS. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. And if you're not that kind of spouse no. or person that can do that, right, right. you can really feel isolated, even yeah. in somewhere like a Hawaii or a Europe, or yeah. especially a Europe too. Um, so we started this spouses welcome program, and that you know was kind of my motto. Kind of took that from Ilson and, and brought it to every base that I was at, because we find that it's all about you know we talk about attitude and perspective, but most importantly connection. That's beautiful. And, uh, yeah. Can you tell me more about that? Like, how did you? What was this? You know, welcome spouses thing, and how did you? Like, who did you work with? Did you, is that something you did with like the Airman Family Readiness Center or is that something you did with your squadron? Oh, that's amazing. Yes, absolutely. So, um, because of my husband's position, it helped me to kind of be able to have that, um, in, you know, um, so I was able to get kind of people to, to listen to me, which I, I think that we've come a long way with that, that, um, you don't have to have your spouse be a position to be able to go up to AFRC and say, Hey, I have this idea. Right. They've really come alongside our families. And in the last five years, especially, I feel like they have really raised the, their bar a lot. Um, and they've always been amazing, but I just feel like there's this connection piece has been really um, sought after and, and, yeah. and cultivated, you know? Yeah. And I think it's, you know, getting the word out, but I literally went to AFRC and had a meeting there with them and, um, said, hey, this is our idea. And uh, Amy Mino at the time, mm-hmm. who was at Eilson, she had kind of seen this happen other places. And so we kind of whipped this together and kind of thought, what do we need to, what do spouses need to know when they come to X space? Yeah. Right. Where do they, where do they go to get their license? Where do they go to get their registration? I mean, it could be simple like that, or it could be, where do your kids go? for, um, you know, to get their energy out. Where do, where do, what library is great? What, what safety things do we need to know that's pertinent to our location? Right. Um, just anything that needs to be done. And that was the pull to get people in, but the welcome part was, was how do we get them connected? Because we can give them the information, but so a lot of it, honestly, is grassroots for me personally. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the spouses I know, um, leadership spouses specifically, to reach out to those young ones and make sure, give them our contact number. Like, that's what I always did. I said, yeah. um, my name's Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Call me if you need me anything and, and need anything. And you know what? They did. And I think it's because they knew it was genuine and yeah. I, and it was my heart, right? It was my life's work was for me to connect that because I didn't have that as a 19-year-old military spouse. Right. So I really wanted to pass that on. And it's, Every base I've went to, they're like, absolutely. If they didn't already have the program to begin with, they yeah. embraced it. That's awesome. Do, I, do we have that here? No, no. 
I mean, but they do have, I know, I was like, so I'm, I'm, my husband's at Creech here and they do have a spouse, like newcomers kind of thing. And you do get the opportunity to like, you sit in a classroom and they kind of talk about the area and they talk about the squadrons or, I mean, it's really cool. And I I encourage all the new spouses to go. Um, But it definitely does need to be more like, hey, let's find your new best friend here. You know, like, like, let's get you connected with somebody, like some of these spouses. Like, I don't want to just like throw up all this information on you and then be bye-bye, you know, have a good time. I know, but it's like, it really should be like, oh, like, let's find your friend, you know, Um, or it could be, I don't know, something like that. I wish it was something like that. Um, If you see the spouses pages too, I'm sure you both have seen this. There's people that will get on the spouses page yeah. and actually reach out to ask for friends. Absolutely, oh, yeah. so, all the time. Hi, all the this time. Is me. I was like, they have such a cute like like description of themselves. Usually, I'm like that's adorable. Yeah. I'm uh, like, I wish they had it. You know, and yeah. social media wasn't around when when I was a young I know, military right. spouse. You know, and, and a young mom, yeah. and that would have been great for me. But yeah, Victoria, you hit the nail on the head. Like that is literally what we did. And when I would have an opportunity to speak to them, what I would say is. And this is such a great analogy for us all to be thinking about. How many times have you gotten to a new place and maybe you run into somebody, right? Mm -hmm. And you have that connection. I call them clickers. You know, the people that you like, you just chat with like you guys right now. Like I could be like, let's go have coffee. Like, you know, I, I love, I love people. And so I'm like, come on, let's go. I spend a lot of time at the coffee shop, but you know, you find those clickers, right? And then you'll, you'll say, Hey, how you doing? And you'll be like, Oh, you know, let, can I get your, you know, maybe a couple times down the road, you're like, oh, you change, you exchange numbers maybe. Yeah. Um, and then you like six months later, you see them and they're leaving and you're like, dang it, we should have got together. Yeah. So I encourage the spouses when I have an opportunity to speak, I'm like, get, get someone's number. Yeah. Like, don't leave here today without getting someone's number and following up. And, yeah. you know, the more you do it, the more easy it is. And I have no problem, like, meeting someone and saying, hey, can I get your number? I'd really love to get together and have coffee. Absolutely. And, you know, I have never had anyone say no. I, oh. Yes, I know. I know. I, you do feel a little bit creeperish, but I'll tell you, I do the exact same thing. Um, I especially so like I had my my first child, and then we moved to Georgia almost like immediately after. So he was uh, he was like seven months old when we moved to Georgia, and so I didn't know anybody. But I would just kind of use him as like a hey, you have a baby, I have a baby, and let's be friends. You know, yeah. like you're and dating it was, it was. I would be like, hey, look at your cute baby. How old is your baby? And then we talk about the babies, and then I'm like, you know what? Can I have your number? <laughs> and then it, it totally worked out every time and you know we had um my son had a million friends you know we, and we, before he was one <laughs> exactly his first That's birthday great. rocked you know like we had a great first birthday for him um but yeah I I absolutely encourage other you know and like sometimes it's not easy mm-hmm. to walk around with a baby you know or no. like maybe you don't have no. a baby but you're kind of like thinking to yourself, oh, I have a dog at home, you know, and you're like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, how do I Mm -hmm. pick up other people with dogs, you know, but like, you have to, you have have to kind of do that, you know, that's how you find friends for sure. You have to just be like, hey, (laughs) it's so Yeah, you have to kind of step outside (laughs) your comfort zone, right? But I think if we encourage everybody, right, if we, we've all been there, right? right? Every single one of us. And, you know, there's also another community of, um, you know, of military spouses without any children. And I know that when I've reached out to them, they're like, well, you know, I don't have this, you know, I don't have the child. So a lot of things are geared towards people with kids, you know, mm-hmm. so, and then we have the male spouses. So it's, it's trying to make sure that we're inclusive in all of that and reaching yeah. out and making sure people feel connected if, if they want that. Right. I mean, that's right. always our goal yeah. is to make sure everyone 
has an opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. It is a little bit like you'll be meeting a new friend. And I do tell people, I was like, I know it sounds weird. I was like, but I do try to get a feel mm-hmm. for it. Like, are you looking for, you know, I don't know how to ask for, like, are you, are you looking for another friend? Are you, are you, like, are you in the market? I, you know, like, but I, I do like have to start a dating app. Say it out loud, right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, but that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of how the conversation goes. At first I'll kind of be like, hi. And then it's like, how do I, <laughs> you know, like, are you in the market for friends? Cause I am, you know, how do you go about that? But it works out. I I mean, or you could just be outright and it worked for me where I'm like, I'm a little awkward. Is that okay? And they're like, yeah, that's fine. I'm like, great. We could get through this then. We should totally be recording this today. (laughs) Our video camera is not rolling today, but I wish it was. We should have like a dating military app, like a friend, a friend dating military app. And and I tell you, I'm good at that. I'm good at hooking up friends too. I'll be like, you know, you have a lot of common with so-and-so and I could be like, I'll hook them up man yeah. I, I could be like the best friend hookup matchmaker you do well, say that only, <laughs> yeah so I have I have a funny story and, I, and I'm gonna have to tell this person to listen to this one <laughs> but um I have a friend that I met in Alabama and it's funny because um she was on the page asking for information and I always want to make sure new spouses to the area feel welcome so something about coffee well you know I, apparently now I love coffee never did before but now I drink it so much <laughs> I think you know it's my thing so I reached out to her on Facebook Messenger and I said, hey, I said, I saw that, you know, you're coming and you love coffee. Um, and I said, you know, I would, you know, if you want to get coffee when you come. And she was like, absolutely. And so, but I happened to look at her page and she has a mutual friend that was a really good mutual a friend of mine. And so once I found that out, I'm like, hey, your mutual friend is the same as mine. And mm. she was like, oh my gosh. And, you know, we hit it off and That's we became... Awesome you know, really great friends in a short amount of time. So the military circle is pretty small anyway. So chances yeah. are, you know, especially with Facebook um, or, you know, social media, it, you know, it is a great opportunity also to meet people before you meet them, which right. is kind of cool and kind of weird all the same Yeah, time, so. it is. It can be such like a blessing and a curse at the same time. Cause yeah. that's happened to me so many times too, where I'm like, Oh, we have a mutual connection. And then like, that kind of does like spark that new friendship or, yes, you know, it gets you absolutely. at least like on like talking about something, you know, and gets the conversation, yeah. you know, stirred up. So yeah. I definitely think that there, there are so many advantages to social media. I mean, here we are mm-hmm. on a social media platform, you know, <laughs> using this podcast and using our Facebook page to try to reach, you know, more and more spouses and help them out as well. So it definitely can be used in all the right ways. I agree. Well, what everything that you had said, like, is 100% like what drew me like to you in the first place too. Like I remember meeting you at church and then you stepping into mops and you're just so open and genuine about everything. Like I have never once like felt uncomfortable or, you know, anything, anytime that you have been in the presence of any of the spouses that, um, the spouses or events that, you know, we were at together, you just always went out of your way to make everybody feel so welcome and, I don't know. That's just mm-hmm. definitely why you were one of my top requests for a uh-huh. guest on the podcast today. And, Aww, you know, I just, you, I just appreciate that. And I want you to know that it is definitely recognized by so many. And I know you don't do it for any kind of recognition, you know, whatsoever, no. but, Mm-mm. but Mm-mm. what you have made a huge difference in the lives of so, so many. So kudos Aww. and keep it up. And I hopefully know. even being in retirement, we won't, we won't miss out on all the love that Steph has to share. I know. <laughs> no. And I appreciate, you know the request because for me you know as we're as we're closing this chapter which has just been such an amazing 
chapter um, filled with so many great people and great experiences and opportunities. Um, you know, this is the family, the military family that I spoke of. This is the part that, thank goodness, I don't have to leave that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, life will look a little different, you know, not wearing the uniform, seeing him in the uniform will look, you know, that will be different. But um, just to have that connection with the military community still and, and just know that my door is always open, right? Like I always say, if anybody needs anything, because chances are, if I haven't been there or done that, I know somebody that <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is so true. true. I know. And we all just need to know, you know, that we're not alone in this, right? Yeah. We're not alone in this crazy adventure and um, that there are hard times. But thank goodness for the majority of us, the good way far outweighs, you know, it outweighs the bad. Yeah. And um, I do so. kind of want to backpedal because, like, um, <laughs> you had mentioned you had your first child without your husband there. And I, like that, my jaw dropped. I was like, what? <laughs> and I almost forgot. But I was like, I really want to ask about that. Do you mind, like, telling us no, how that not. is? Where were you? Where is that? Was that when you're, like, your Germany assignment? That's what I'm picturing, <laughs> you know? I'm like, your family yeah. wasn't even able to be there. and Or I don't even know. Okay, please, you tell Yeah, me. so we were, you know, we were young, um, married young, uh, high school sweethearts. And so... We had gotten married, um, and I had my baby, and then Brent left. And so, um, actually, he was in tech school when mm-hmm. I had the baby mm-hmm, at the very beginning. And so, I I think it was Josh, my oldest, was 10 weeks old before Brent met him. Aww. So, yeah. So, I literally went through um, the last two months of my pregnancy, and then 10 weeks, I think. He oh was my gone. Gosh. You were, so I you know. were with family and stuff at that time? Did they were able to yeah, help I was, out? Oh, thank goodness. Yes, thank goodness. I was near my <laughs> um, near my mom and my dad and his mom. But, you know, I, I think the hardest, my hardest memory, because I know obviously a lot of military spouses I know along the way that have had babies without their spouses yeah. there due to deployments and such. And I think the hardest part was honestly, you know, when I shared a room with another mom and um, this was at night when everyone was gone. It was just me and Josh in the room, shared room with another, with another mom. And she had her husband there. And, you know, it it was kind of like that moment of like something was missing, you know, obviously, right. My husband and uh, you know, but I will tell you that that situation was so hard, but you know uh, when he came home, and that reunion was was priceless, and their bond was no less strong, you know, because he missed out on those, you know, first weeks. Obviously, Josh wouldn't have known the difference, but, right? But I sure did, and it and it was hard. But I'm I'm grateful because it gave me the opportunity to be able to to share that experience with other moms that were going through that when you know when we were going through deployments together. And they were getting ready to have their child without their husbands there. You know, at least it gave me a connection there to kind of understand what they were going through. Um, But yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely, I remember telling him that when he had to, he had to leave and I knew he was going to miss it. I'm like, well, I'm just not going to have the baby without (laughs) you. And he's like, well, I don't think you can keep the baby. (laughs) You know, but Uh yeah, but you know, I was young. I was a young mom. And so at the time everything was overwhelming and that's, like I said, that I think that's where it started my heart with our young military spouses so much. Yeah. Because it's 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 a lot, you know, out the gate, you know, to transition. Oh yeah. Isn't it amazing how we can look back on like those hard times or those challenging times and see like the silver lining in them now? Like you said, like 
no, you wouldn't wish, you know, to do that or you missed mm-hmm. out, you, you know, mm-hmm. you missed that big piece of not having uh, Brent there. But now you can look at it and you can use that experience, you know, to, to connect with others and help others along the way. I mean, I think about that all the time. There are definitely hard times in this life. Mm-hmm. It's not all, you know, flowers and unicorns all the time. You know, we go no, through these no. challenging times that we get to use them and, you know, use them to the advantage of helping someone else. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And if I, I think if I would have had those, you know, those stronger connections earlier on, I think that's where my, my heart for military spouses started was in, in my beginning, right? Because, you know, you leave home, you leave your family, you know, you follow this person that you love more than anything and uh, you start your adventure together. But, but for me speaking personally, that was a really hard transition Mm -hmm. and to be young on top of it, um, it was a lot. And uh, the fact that not only did we make it, but um, but really we we were so much stronger because of it. Right. You know, so that my encouragement to those young military spouses that, you know, and, and not even the young ones. Right. All of us who have struggled from time to time when it feels overwhelming or when it feels hard to know that if you just stick in, you know, just, just stick in, press in. And for me, my faith in God was absolutely what got me through those challenging times. Yeah. I so, can, yeah, I can know. totally relate to all that because we were, I mean, as you know, like we were high school sweethearts too, you know, got married mm-hmm. just a year after graduation and stuff and moving off to, we moved from Ohio to California and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> I had never even like left, like, you know, prior to that, but it definitely gives you that, you know, perspective and the heart uh, for those who are going through it as well. I was mm-hmm. very fortunate that I was like swooped up by, you know, a really great group of, I say like veteran spouses, cause they had, they had been yeah, in, you know, quite a bit longer than, you know, we had. And um, it was a small base, which helped. So I was like welcomed into this, you know, wonderful military family, like right away. But that's awesome. I always want to make sure that, you know, other spouses yeah. have that opportunity too. Yeah, for sure. I know. Um, so like at Travis Air Force Base, I had worked in the Airmen and Family Readiness Center and they had a great spouses program. Like they did a spouse newcomers orientation and a spouse tour, which I was like, this needs to go to like other bases. But, you know, I haven't been able to like transfer every, everything to other bases. But it, it is like I would see these spouses come through the program, you know, where I would do the spouse tour with them and they would make these awesome connections. And then I'll, I'll do the next tour like the next month. And here these group of spouses are still hanging out at the gym playing racquetball or like I'll find another mm-hmm. group of spouses together. And they're like at the Starbucks at the BX, which is <laughs> awesome. I was like, you yeah, Starbucks anyway um but I just I remember being like this is so cool and it was so cool to just like see these connections being made and they had a like a little group you know to like rely on I was like that is so important you know um mm-hmm. anyway I just that is so cool I'm so glad that you were like doing that work and you know getting all these spouses connected and stuff right you know right away yeah and I like you said I mean I think the biggest reward for me um you know because Anything I do was never because of any other reason except I wanted to, right? It was my heart. Was just my, I felt like I always said, it, you know, especially at Minot when kind of everything was clicking together, I definitely felt like I was doing, like I was, I was being used, right? Like God was just, had me in the perfect spot where I was supposed to be. And it was just a, a blessing all the way around to bring myself into that place. And to see spouses that met, you know, at those, at those spouses welcome and seeing those friendships, like you said, you know, seeing that grow and seeing them together. And, you know, there's just that, it's just something that, that, 
you can't even describe just a feeling of knowing that, you know, something helped them mm-hmm. to get connected. And I think, you know, that's what we all search for. We, you know, if you look at the air force, you know, from the, from the top up, they realize how important those connections are, yeah, you yeah. know, to our health and well being as it, a force. It and is definitely, yeah, it is definitely so valuable when you can, uh, see and accept like your purpose at each base, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you never know going in. Sometimes we don't want to leave the current duty station we're at and we're wondering why in the world like why would I be going here why would I be going there what am I going to do in you know Dakota (laughs) yeah or there's South Dakotas or whatever but it's awesome when you can see like the the light just like go off and you're like oh this is why this is what I'm (laughs) this is Mm -hmm. what I'm doing here absolutely um so Oh, go ahead, Victoria. Oh, uh, yeah. I was going to say, I was like, Michelle, talk to me about um, how you would also talk to us spouses about finance and stuff like that. That is something I'm super interested in because me and my finances, so I've done, well, we've tried to do like the Dave Ramsey stuff. I mean, not like fully the Dave Ramsey program and, and things like that, but I'm super interested in what you kind of like took on and tried to like teach spouses about and how did you get into that or tell me more you know about that stuff um because obviously I only have scratch the surface type information so I'm super interested yeah so basically um you know once again going back to that being young you know my husband enlisted as E1 you know back in the day you know it wasn't a lot of left a lot of money left over so um you know and I was working a job you know and we had daycare and all those expenses and so, you know, we, we didn't, both my husband and I were never really taught finances, um, you know, at, at home. And so when we left, when we left home and we got together and we had a child right right away, we really had to bunker down the hatches, you know, and kind of look at things. And I had never even had like a hundred dollars to my name before, like, right. you know, we got married. Wow. So I, you know, if I had it, I spent it. That's kind of the way <laughs> I thought things worked. Yeah. And so um, it didn't take long to realize the the big world does not work that way. <laughs> and uh, so my husband and, and most of our spouses, I think they still do this to this day, you know, they have to do a budget or they have to, you know, have that, you know, he had to do a budget for, for when he got in. And so yeah. he brought it home and he was like, here's a budget. And I'm like, oh, okay, what, is, what does that mean for us, you know? And so basically it was self-taught. I mean, you know, I, I didn't really have any books at the time. I just was like, okay, take a pen and paper. Yeah. <laughs> this is what, you know, he has and I have, and this is what we have to pay out. And I just, you know, I started probably within, gosh, the first year of our marriage doing pen to paper and making and creating a monthly budget. And I love numbers. And I am pretty organized when I can, when I want to be. And so it just became this thing, right, that I just did. And um, I would adjust it as accordingly. And we learned at an early age, um, thank the Lord, that we just didn't want to be, you know, not to live with, you know, outside of our means, you know, just simple things. You know, I, I saw friends that had new shiny stuff and I wanted it too. But looking at my numbers, I didn't see how I could get that. So, um, if, you know, if we couldn't pay for it, then we didn't buy it and we didn't use charge, you know, credit cards. Thank goodness. I, I, cause if I would have started, I don't honestly know if I would have stopped when I was right. younger. 
so um, we just kind of took that and it kind of snowballed. And so as I, you know, got a little bit older and Brent made a little bit more, you know, now we were starting to get a little comfortable. I mean, you know, I remember back in the day, um, my kids would qualify for free lunches, you know, so the enlisted pay doesn't go very far for, for in our case, probably till he was maybe a tech, I want to say, you know, things got comfortable. Um, you know, I don't know if you would agree with that. Yeah, or definitely. Not, but I think yeah. like the tech master like yeah. range yeah. is when things like started to change for yeah. our family too. So definitely. Yeah. yeah. Got I got really think, comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, I didn't qualify for WIC once. I don't know. Like I had to have another kid to, kind of get, like, <laughs> to get qualified for WIC or something like, because my husband has like a, like, you know, they get like uniform yeah. um stipend and stuff hey. like that yeah mm-hmm. and it was like that, yeah I was like so we were like $50 over at one point and I was like nope you're gonna have, to have another kid if you want a wig I was like what <laughs> you know it was hard I was like man trying yeah, to get a it- wig up in commissary and some people looking at you you're like I'm sorry okay <laughs> like I'm so sorry <laughs> they see you coming I know <laughs> I, yep and I used we used wig as well you know when we qualified and and it was super helpful and it got to a point where we, you know, like I said, we finally got like, okay, this isn't so hard anymore. And it was probably that time where I started just to learn tools and tricks for us that worked really well, such as like, and this is what I would share at Mops with our younger spouses, because if they can get this kind of in their head now, yeah. or when it does get comfortable, um, it, it's life changing. And that really was banking their raises banking they're like you know if you're living off tech pay just say just say you're living off tech pay and you're comfortable right and you're mm-hmm. you're working too but both together you realize wow you know anything extra is just gravy whenever that is for whatever couple I say bank it because when that master pay comes for example let's say it's $500 a month you weren't planning on that pay you were getting by without that pay right. if yeah. you started banking it i really encourage you know and i and i listen to dave ramsey too and i actually use some of his some of his great and he has some great advice and i have a lot of friends who use it and i'm super successful using it um i'm kind of like the grocery you know the grocery cart method you know i i take some and i leave you know what i don't what i don't need i mm-hmm. kind of leave and so for me i kind of custom custom tailored it but i would give this example if you were a tech um, spouse, right, or and maybe you'd say an old school spouse, because I think they're pretty comfortable at that point too, um, or whatever point that would be for an officer. If you take that next rank and you bank it, and let's say it's five hundred dollars a month, if you do that for a year, that's six thousand dollars a year. If they make master nowadays, I mean, if you, Michelle, what is the av- What do you mm-hmm. think is the average nowadays to master? Do you, do you have any? idea for like you for mean like the service. years in i think it's like mm-hmm. what 12 to f- 12 14 i think 12 i think it yeah because i think it's getting i think it's sooner, getting younger yeah right? i think it is mm-hmm. sooner it's yeah getting, like, definitely but let's take that 12 because i was thinking 12 too so if we take that 12 number and you say at that at that point people are usually going to stay to 20 right once you hit over that 10 they're going to make that decision to stay or go mm-hmm. so if you're already at 12 you're probably going to stay till 20 so if you take that you take that 6,000 that I said for one year and you times that by eight years just for, for that rank, you're at $48,000. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so if you look at it just from the standpoint of transition, this is how also I, I have people look at it. If you just look at transition from military to after, right, whether it's whether you're retiring or whether you're going to get out, um, that's a transition. And we all really don't know how that's going to affect us till we're there. We can plan mm-hmm. and we can plan, but until you're there, everyone's experience is different. So my plan for us was that we would have a certain amount 
that was our short-term retirement. And that was to get it. What if it took my husband six months to get a job? Just say, right? Um, if he's, you know, that's a big cut to your income once you retire. So it's kind of just getting in that mindset. Even if you save 250 bucks of that raise, just that one raise, that's just master. Right. That's not saying if they went on to make senior or if they went on to make 05 or if they went on to make chief, you know, or, you know, whatever rent you're, if you continued to bank or even half, I mean, can you imagine what that would add up to just yeah. by doing that one thing alone? Yeah, that's like just gold. I mean, yeah. it is. It's so true that you you do have to like learn to live below your means. I mean, I know that's one of the things that, you know, you discussed years ago when we talked about it and that like hit the nail on the head. I remember hearing that and just thinking, wow, like that is yeah. that is so awesome. And even when you're in like uh, duty locations where you get a cola or extra stipends for whatever I mean yes use it if if absolutely needed but right. don't get right. so like comfortable using it because your next duty location may not offer that yeah. so it's always good if you can try to like save that or you know bank that in one way or another whether it's all of it or half of it you know anything just comparable to like you were saying with banking you know the raise and stuff I mean that's that's just like free money <laughs> yeah that's great advice. yes yeah. And remember when we talked in Alaska, we were getting cola. Right. And so if you look at the most people in Alaska, they don't use the 100% of their cola, right. right? They might use, let's just say 50%, because I think that that would be a fair average for most people. Some people use more, some people will use right. less. And so, you know, if you, you know, we were getting, I don't, I don't remember at the time, but I think most, even your youngest spouses were getting probably $500 a month in yeah, cola. So. so even <laughs> that, you know, taking half of that, you know, and, and banking that, right, that could potentially be, you know, um, for that move, that transition, maybe right. there's something you want to get on the other end. And, right. and most importantly, though, it's about balance, right? Because yes. I'm not saying, you know, you need to, you know, live off tech for the rest of your life, right? I'm saying right. like, you get to a point where you're comfortable, and you, you, you treat yourself, right. and you don't, it's life's about balance, right? You don't want to be too much this way, you don't want to be too much that way. But if you can find that happy medium, you know, as we're getting ready to retire, my husband and I, um, we were just able to build a beautiful home and we wouldn't have been able to do that if we wouldn't have kind of had a little bit of that delayed gratification for those yeah. years. Um, we still traveled. I mean, in Europe, I went to Venice, I went to Rome, I went to, you know, France, I went to all these beautiful countries. We've, we've never not been able to travel or do great fun things. And mm -hmm. I think sometimes people equate with, oh my gosh, does that mean I have to cut out everything out of my, out of my life, you know? And I would meet with spouses one-on-one -on -one to go over the budget. And I'd be like, absolutely not, because it's like a diet or anything, anything that you do in your life, right? Any change, if you cut yourself out of everything, you're, you're not going to be successful. Right. So what is that balance for you? And um, also, most important, is to talk to your spouse about it. Yeah. Start talking about it now. Have a communication. Set goals. Set short-term short -term goals. Set long-term goals. You know, start yeah. having those conversations now so that that money piece, we know that that's one of the number one you know, top three things that cause marriages to fail, yeah. you know, is communication and finances. There's a reason, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, you have to talk about it. Yeah, that's great. I know like with my husband, uh, <laughs> like we, it's hard to find. I'm so glad you mentioned balance because we do want to have fun and we do want to save mm -hmm. money. And it is like, it is finding that balance. And I know for us, like 
we moved to Vegas and we got a boat. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, oh, okay. But it is also like, okay, like, I mean, we had to communicate about it because it was like, okay, on one hand, it's like, I don't know if we're, we're going to get this opportunity again. You know, we can enjoy it while we're here in Vegas. And then on the other hand, it was also like, well, but if we waited, uh, I don't know. It, for us, it just made more sense to like, go ahead and live life, have fun you know, we have it, (laughs) but it is all about the balance for sure. Like making sure your finances, and as long as you communicate and you're making sure your finances are like balanced, (laughs) you know, you don't have that communication, but so I'm so glad you mentioned that. Um, yeah. Well, and I'm glad you, you know, you talk about that too, because it is important. I think sometimes when you start talking about finances and, you know, I'm, I would always tell, I don't want anyone to feel overwhelmed. It's more like if you can understand you know, that you, how you can make your money work, right? But yeah. at the same point, where is that for you and your family? Right. Because it's going to look different for me. It's going to look different for you, Victoria. It's going to look different for you, Michelle, and for our listeners. So it's it's not a one-size-fits-all mm-hmm. at all. And I want to really communicate that. And there's no shame in it either, right? If you're not where you want to be, um, I never wanted my conversations with people to make them feel like they were, they were this horrible, whatever. It's not about that. It's just think about something that you can change small, right? Mm-hmm. And do that small thing and, and see how that goes and then grow it. And, um, you know, it's, it's exciting to see things start to work in that direction. So definitely there's, there's no place for discouragement. It's all about, you know what, today's a new day and you do what's best for your family and, and you will see, you know, you'll see the benefits of that long-term as you start to do that. It's funny that you mentioned that because I was going to say like the exact same thing. Like, you know, (laughs) we're very much like the pen and, you know, paper kind of budgeters too. you know, every first and 15th, you know, we sit down, we go through what bills we have, you know, we go through, obviously we get the same amount of paycheck, you know, (laughs) so that's easy to figure out. But, um, but then like what we're, you know, savings or what we're putting towards a vacation or, you know, whatever else. And, you know, I once had somebody say, well, it's nice that you can, you know, save it because you have it, or it's nice that you can take a vacation. That's because you, you know, you get the extra money. I'm like, nah, you know, actually, you know, we make these sacrifices here or there. We make these changes here or there. Like we make it fit us. Like usually the summer months we spend a little more because we're out doing stuff or mm-hmm. camping, you know, that takes pulling the, you know, camper isn't cheap. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Setting up camp yeah. can be sometimes, yeah. but our summer months, you know, we tend to spend a little bit more. So we put more, you know, aside to have those, you know, fun times in the summer and maybe the person or this family you know they don't enjoy camping or they like to stay put during the summer so those could be the months where they could save more like it isn't a one size you know fits all kind of thing you just have to you know kind of adjust your sales you know so to say and you know just make it work best for you and figure out where you can make that balance and make those sacrifices so that you know you can do all of it yeah that's awesome so how did you get into like talking to spouses kind of like one-on-one with budgeting or is that just something that you're like wow I'm passionate about this also and given any opportunity you're like yeah like let me help you out (laughs) absolutely yes to all that (laughs) um it it was uh, it's absolutely something um you know it's funny (laughs) when I was young I remember I used to get my mom's checkbook out you know and and like use it and write checks and like balance (laughs) her checkbook and stuff. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Um, But I think from a young age, I just loved like working with numbers and I really should have went to school for that. And that's probably one of, and I still could obviously, but I always had a passion for finances and, you know, I've, any opportunity I've had, you know, I try to share that because 
I'm so aware of all the pitfalls, right, that can happen for us, especially as military spouses, because there is so much transition and there is so much change. And every time you transition, every time there's cost, right? And yes, the military does give you allowances for certain things, but many people I know end up exceeding that just because that's just the way it works out for them. And so, you know, and a lot of us live away from family. That was another point I think I I brought up with MOPS is the biggest thing um, when I did this speech for MOPS, it was the talk, it was probably what, Michelle, gosh, that would have been 2006, 17, I don't even, I get them all from seven. Yeah, 16 or 17. I think we were there from 16 to 18. Okay, so yeah. So during that. (laughs) Maybe 17. So there you go. That's how you remember, right? Okay, I was there from 16 to 18. Okay. So sometime in there when we were talking, um, I had done my research then, and it was something like, don't quote me on my numbers, but it was over 80% of Americans that were pulled did not, had had less than like $1,000 in savings. Mm -hmm. Like, less than that, right? Yeah. And um, for military families, what are our big, like, what can be, what can pop up for us, right? We have to travel mm-hmm. to, maybe there's a funeral, maybe a loved one dies, right? We need to travel to go see them. Or we just need to travel to go see our family because we live away from them and we miss them, right? That's mm-hmm. like our, good for our mental health. So if something like that can happen or car, car issues, yeah. right? Like breakdowns of cars and, and those expenses. Those are kind of the top two and three, you know, funeral vacations and car problems that pop up for military families that they need to spend money on. And so most military families can't afford to do that on the day to day, right? Because it just, it depreciates your, your funds. And so what they were talking about is they're now recommending for all of us to have, I think the latest recommendations is six to eight months of an emergency fund. So an emergency fund would be equivalent to one month's pay. Yeah. So if you think about how many people do we know that would have, I don't know, say your spouse makes 3000 a month, $18,000 in the bank, oh. like, <laughs> in your like, savings ooh. account, right? Yeah, yeah. Not in your mutual funds, right. not in yeah. your retirement, like in your right. savings account that you could just dip into right now today. Yeah. Right. And I could tell you, I mean, the the number, (laughs) right. So when you say that number, but that's the recommendation, right? right? I think it's actually up to eight months now. So I really was like, you know, if, if something happens and your car breaks down, would you be able to just spend, you know, $700 today? And most of our military spouses would say it would be hard, right? It would be difficult, especially of course our young spouses. So, you know, just trying to get those thoughts, you know, going so that, you can be mindful of that as you're preparing your your finances. You know, um, we put a lot of um, emphasis on long term, but we also need to understand that we need to have that short term too, that we can dip in if we need to. Yeah, for so sure. So just kind of sharing that information, and that's kind of where my passion led to because I saw a lot of my friends have to do those things, and you know, they would share with me how financially of a struggle that you know it was going to be, and so I just was, I just felt like, well, I. I have a little bit of information that's worked for me. You know, I have things and tips and that have worked for me. Maybe this can work for you. And so that's kind of how it started. And then moms, of course, came in and um, to our, you know, moms of preschoolers. And I just really wanted the opportunity to share some of that with them to kind of just get them thinking and, and start having those communications with their spouses yeah. to see, you know, how they can get on track if they already weren't on track. Yeah. So is this usually advice that you like to like roll into your welcome 
you know, spouses club meeting thing? Or is it just something that, I mean, I know we got you to speak about it at MOPS, but, or is it just something that you just kind of throw out there, like on a more personal level when you get to know people? Usually um, through MOPS or through more of a, you know, finances are kind of a hard topic for people. You know, a lot of people don't feel comfortable speaking about that. So um, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, start off with, hi, Stephanie, hey, do you want me to help you with your budget? You know? How much do you have in your savings? I don't know that they would actually meet me again. But, yeah. but um, yeah, no, it's usually through relationships, you know, through, yeah. you know, because like I said, I think finances are kind of one of those things that you, that's a gentle thing. Because, yeah. you, you know, talking the masks, even right now, you know, to know that people might be listening to your every word and, and it's, it may not fit their specific situation. So it's kind of hard, right? And so if it doesn't apply to you, sometimes it's harder to hear that. So I, I usually like to do it, you know, one-on-one type of thing or, you know, mops is, it was an easy way because these are all usually typically, you know, moms that have younger children that, you know, have more of that. They're, they're in that current situation where they have those options to make those changes now. I mean, you know, yeah. the younger start, we start this, right? right? Yeah, start the, then. The, the better, you know, we'll have long-term. Start then. If there is, like, any, so besides what you've already shared, if there is any other, like, just key advice on, you know, just military, you know, finances and budgeting, what would that be? Um, I think I've really, I think I really spoke a lot about it. I don't know that there's anything that's the hard part if there was something that I could just say do this yeah this will happen, yeah right? it's not a one it's I not think, a one thing you're right <laughs> no it's not a one thing but I really do I think I would just stress that um finding where you're comfortable with right finding your comfort in your financial situation where you currently are and then and then taking from that and growing from that because if you're comfortable now when you get that next amount of money, if you're thinking about what you're going to do with that, I think that that will be um, beneficial to technical um, difficulties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah, you're yeah. good. Okay, sorry about that. Um, anyway, so if you can just start thinking about what is next, um, you know, on the horizon, right? And just have a plan. Have a plan. Talk about the plan with your spouse. Um, and write things down, you know, what's coming up in the next year or six months or, you know, three months and start plant. Like Michelle said, if you know winters, you know, your summer is going to be more expensive or you're going to do more, um, you know, prepare for that. And then um, it won't be such a, it won't be so hard when that time comes to prepare for it. That's great. Yeah. I love it. What else? Any, <laughs> any, any other outside of finances, um, just any other advice? I know we touched on a lot in the beginning too, just about expectations, attitudes, you know, finding those connections, but if there's anything else that you would leave spouses with young or, you know, maybe the more experienced spouses, <laughs> um, what, what key points would you, you know, share with them? Um, I think just for all of us, I think just to stay connected, you know, especially during this time where, you know, connections are harder because of what's going on in our country yeah. with COVID and the restrictions that are, are out there still for a lot of us. Um, I would say be intentional. You know, I think I think that's the one thing I've learned during the, the closure of our time in the military is 
we're not we're we're not guaranteed tomorrow. And so to be intentional with our time, to be intentional with reaching out to people um, and connecting, and not not underestimating the power of that, because um, we're all independent, right? We're all you know we're doing this military life together, and and we're doing a great job. And but at the same point, we all we all need that connection too. And so just to just to be intentional with that and don't put off tomorrow what you can do today. If there's a friend you would want to reach out to, um, someone you need to check on, um, do that because it, it really does mean a lot, probably more than we would know, you know, to send that text to somebody or to send that message to somebody or to pick up the phone. Um, I like to do that. I think it's it's more not the norm anymore, right? Yeah, we'll like text and say, hey, <laughs> yeah. you know, but sometimes I'll just surprise people and I'll <laughs> pick up the phone and I'll call them, you know, and we just never know what's going on in each other's lives. So I think, you know, just to be mindful of that, to to reach out for, for us uh, seasoned spouses, um, you know, also, I know I've spoke a lot of times about the younger spouses, but for us, you know, spouses that have been around a while too. Um, we we also need to be checked on. Mm-hmm. You know, we um, we need to be checking on each other as well because uh, a lot of times we're in the trenches. You know, taking care of our families too. And you know, some of us have our kids that have left the nest, and right. some of us have kids in high school or you know they're growing up, and and those are hard transitions too. You know, so all of us are going through our own individual things. And so I think just to always know to reach out to each other and to make sure that we're, we're, um, we're doing okay. And uh, I think the more you do that, the more people will will be honest with how they're doing. And I think that's just yeah. that's a good thing. That's huge. That, yeah, that is really important, especially the part, you know, about our seasoned spouses. Because you're right, like, uh, as a more seasoned spouse, you know, <laughs> and having older kids and, I mean, with, you know, Brett's current job and, you know, his responsibilities, he's at work for 10, 12, 14 hours, you know, some yeah, days or right. still working from home when he gets there. And it's just like, ugh, like, yeah. <laughs> it's great. And I'm so glad he's been put in these positions. But at the same time, like, yeah, we're not like checked on, you know, as right. much. And, and I get it. And I think that's, you know, yeah. totally normal. But <laughs> it is, it's nice to hear that, you know, we're not forgot about all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's huge. Yeah, and I think that that I'm and I'm I'm glad Michelle that you spoke about that too because um, I, I remember you know I remember going through a really difficult time probably five years ago and I would be considered you know a senior spouse at that time you know it would time in with for my husband mm-hmm. and honestly it was some of the hard it was his one of his last deployments and it was really hard for me my oldest was in college and you know we were in Guam. Um, far away from family and and I was really having a hard time and after the fact I kind of confided in some friends mm-hmm. of course not during right? right I'm not reaching yeah. I didn't reach out to anybody that's that's me you know because I was <laughs> checking on everybody else and I finally just broke down and I, I had a moment and um, I'll never forget when the spouses said you know we just figured you were you know you were great because you yeah. always have a smile on your face yeah. and and I said yeah I said a lot of people do and um, you know, it just reminded me, you know, that I was one of those people, right? That on the outside, you would have thought everything was great. But inside, you know, I had my own struggles. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, we just have to remember that, you know, it, it, we all have our stuff that we're going through and, and don't ever assume that someone's, someone's doing great because it's always good just to check on them and, and uh, just know that you're there for them if, if they do decide to reach out to you. So I would just encourage more, more of that, more connection. 
Yeah. Thank you. Victoria, do you have any more questions for Stefan before we wrap things up today? Um, I, you know, I really, I don't, I don't think I do. I, I mean, but I, I kind of want to listen to the podcast again, <laughs> like, you know, and then, um, uh, man, if I do, I'll be like, let's call Steph again. I know, you know? Steph, you'd be a recurring guest <laughs> for us. I feel like we could talk for, obviously we've gone over what we expected, yeah. which is perfectly fine, but I feel like we could just talk and talk and <laughs> you I have know. so much wisdom, so much it. advice and experience to share with, you know, us and the listeners and, um, you know, like I just said, even as a more seasoned spouse, I mean, we, you know, we've both been through a lot on our own, but shoot, we could definitely still learn from, yeah. <laughs> learn from you and, and so many other who have been in your shoes as well. Yeah. I think it's too, you know, just to know that none of us are alone, right? I mean, yeah. we all know there's, there's so many great times, right? We have so much fun and so much adventure, but like, I don't know, I, I just really felt like that urge to say, you know, yes, that's true, right? Mm-hmm. So we do. But there's also those times, right, where we all ha- where, where we all struggle. Mm-hmm. And if I can let anybody know that that you're not alone, like if that's you today, or if that's been you in the past, like I get it, you know, I hear you, and and I'm with you. And you know, there's so many of us out there, and I know I didn't reach out when I was going through that, and I think that's one of my regrets because um, it's okay to be vulnerable. Yeah. It's okay. You know, there's a stigma as a military spouse, right? When you're going through these deployments, and you're going through these long shift hours that your spouse works or you're going through all these things and there's all these demands that somehow, you know, you just, you're just strong, right? You're, you're independent and you're strong. And so, <laughs> you know, you don't ever want to appear other than that, yeah. right? Like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. you don't want anyone to ever see you down. And, but I think, I really do think that it takes more strength to, allow people in and those oh, times, yeah. Yeah, you know, sure. because being vulnerable is so valuable. And I think sometimes it's looked at maybe in a, more, a little bit negative light. And I just yeah. want to like shine, shine bright on that today and say, it is, it is a pure strength when you can, when you can um, reach out to somebody else, you know, and let them know what you're going through because chances are they're, they're going through it too, or they've been through it. And yeah. so I, you know, if there's anything I can leave, any of your listeners with today is that, you know, there's always somebody there that, that is, that you can call. I, I, I guarantee. And if you don't have them reach out to me on Facebook because, mm-hmm. um, I don't ever want anyone to feel like they don't have somebody. Right. Oh, that's so perfect. I know. I Thank love that. You. I and think that's when we did our first like initial interview with uh, Kevin in the studio. Mm. That was like one of my like just that's like my heartbeat. Like I just want yeah. people to know, you know, who are you know walking in our shoes. Like you are not alone. Like yeah. no matter what. Like I, was like, I know feel, we've said it on multiple I know. podcasts. I feel like <laughs> we we've have. said it. It's like and you might feel lonely, but you are not doing this alone. I yeah. promise. Yeah. Man, and then just accepting that help—that's that's huge too. You just 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 take it, take yeah. take it. Take there is there's strength in that for sure. It's definitely not a weakness. There is strength in accepting no. that help. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. what I want to like really yeah. get out there because I know we're tough, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know we, you know, we can go through anything. We can do it absolutely, but it, it's also okay to take a knee sometimes and oh, say, yeah. mm, "Absolutely, I need some help here." Yeah. So I feel you. I know, I, man, it's, it's taken, it's, I, I know, I've, for me, I would struggle with, like, 
okay, like maybe I've asked for help, but I also don't really want to inconvenience anybody. Like yes. having them make me yep. a meal or like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or like help me fold some laundry. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, but if there's if there's a buddy out there that that can and help you with those little things, it can be fun. Yeah. You know, like I'll I'll go to somebody's house and help you like fold laundry. Like for sure, I really will. Pour some coffee, pour some wine, yeah. knock out that laundry. <laughs> Dude, I would, you know, if somebody asked. Well, and, and I'm like, I'm You know there. what someone said that helped me about that was, you know, when I, I was that way too, Victoria, still am. But, like, I still challenge with that for myself, you know, even though, you know, what I'm saying, here, ask for help. But, it's, you know, I acknowledge that that's been a struggle for me too. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine said, you know, she said to me, she said, Stephanie, if you don't let me help you, you're taking my blessing. Yes. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't want to take your blessing. Yeah, okay. You <laughs> You know, you've twisted my arm. Now. <laughs> I know, but it gave me a different perspective because yeah. people that help people, they love to do it. I mean, if someone's offering something to you, um, I feel I always take them at face value. I believe they're genuine in that. Yeah. So they're, you know, that is that, and not only that, I think it grows a closeness to with another person and, and builds that relationship. So I yeah. think it's it's goodness. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody's like, Hey, I'm going to Starbucks. You want something? Uh, say yes. And be like, Oh, really? Like, yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> you know, they yeah. take that blessing for sure. And that's, that's, yes. it's yes. hard sometimes, Amen. but take it. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, be like, really, you really offer me like, yes, I really want to I'd be like, okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, goodness. Awesome. Well, I don't know, man. I have had so much fun talking to you. I don't know. We could talk forever. I know. This was so awesome. I know. Thanks for having me on, you guys. What an honor. What a privilege. Oh, it is. Um, you guys are doing great things for our spouses, and, and I just can't wait to see what you guys continue to do. So props to y'all. You, <laughs> you're, you're doing great things. Thank, Thank you. you. We just got to carry on your torch and keep, you know, blessing others in, in these ways. So we really appreciate. Yes, please do. Please, please keep on because oh, it, it's, it's, it's good. It's good stuff. Yeah, definitely trying. We really appreciate your time. All, I mean, everything you had to share today is just so valuable. And I'm sure we're going to ask you to come on again, mm-hmm. because there is definitely a lot more that we can touch on and just chat about. And many people are going to uh, be really blessed, I think, by all the advice that you had to share today. So we just want to thank you so much again for everything, you know, that you had to share with us today, giving us your time, giving us the extra time today, even that we had together. We learned so much, so much great advice um, all around from just how, what to expect and not expect even when you move, you know, from one duty location to the next, you know, learning how to have a positive attitude and perspective, all the great, you know, financial Uh, piece as well that was awesome and really helpful and we just we love living this life and and helping out others and being able to share what it is like behind the ranks thank you bye